Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. We are back here with you on uh, now we're post-Thanksgiving now. We are mm-hmm. definitely rolling Fat into happy, December. Right? Fat and happy. That's right. <laughs> we are rolling along into uh, into December. And how are you, yeah, my friend? I'm good. I'm doing really good. It was it was a great Thanksgiving holiday for me. I know it was for you too, buddy. I know y'all had a good time. We got did. to see your daughter and yeah. all. So that was good. That yeah, was really and you good. guys had a good family time as well? We did, yeah. Cool. we got All the kids were in, so we had a really good time and, and uh uh, got to see everybody. We had had a death in the family right before Aww. the holiday, so it, that was a little tough on on uh, my brother in law and his wife. But uh, other than that, everything was good. So well, condolences yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, and but hopefully everybody uh, you know uh, is doing okay after that. And yeah, it was good, and it was good to get together. You know, yeah. I think that was a good time to be together oh, yeah, with everybody. Sure. So yeah. Well, we hope great. our listeners also enjoyed their time with family, and of course, you know, Christmas yeah. time is upon us. And uh, let's get into our show this week. So I want to hit a little news topic, and since Christmas. Christmas time is uh, coming up here. Uh, if you're a big fan of champagnes and cheeses and the like, you might uh, you might be paying some more for it. Looks like Absolutely. the market's been taking a dip today, and a lot of it seems to stem around um, the argument with France yeah. over a digital tax. What do you think? Yeah, here? that's it's definitely going to be an issue that's got to be worked out. Looks like we're going to. I think it's going to be a three percent tax on digital uh, revenue of companies. So. You know, Facebook, Amazon, Google, all of these companies. Yeah, are they're gonna, getting hit with so it. The yeah. stock's going to take a big hit, I'm sure, because of that. I'm sure they are already. It looks like large caps are down quite a bit today. So, um, you know, that's that's the companies that we're talking about. Large cap stocks that are global um, economic, you know, uh, just factors here that have a big impact on it. So any company that has 750 million euros in revenue or more, um, France is looking at slapping them with this 3% tax. So, uh, of course, we're responding by saying, well, you know, we're going right? yeah, yeah. to tax your champagne and cheese and everything. Handbags, comes, uh, I think, handbags. and some other stuff. So, yeah, lots of good stuff there. So, And while um, that might seem like a specific thing to say, well, I'm not too worried about cheese, uh, it has taken the market down a considerable bit here today versus, you know, I don't know, the last week or it's two. It's a potential $2.5 billion hit to the French, uh, French economy. That's so, a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a big hit. That's that's a really big so hit. They, so they probably won't take that lying down. So this could <laughs> it could provide a, a, a more tumultuous December possibly than we yeah, are already facing. Right. So nothing like a little market volatility. We always like that, right? right. I mean, that's, yeah, that's nothing, nothing new. It's, that's a, it's sure. a buying opportunity. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so, could be. Yeah, could be. That's well, right. you know, we'll so, keep an eye on it. We'll we'll kind of talk about that in our little news segments here from time to time. Uh, I know yesterday it was down just a little bit. Today, as a time of this podcast, it's about it's down about one and a half percent. So I mean, it's not massive by any means. No, no uh, and I don't know that it'll be anything big, big. But uh, you know, it, it does make people nervous when now. We're saying, okay, we're potentially doing trade wars on two fronts. Yeah. Um, you know, that has uh, gets people a little bit nervous. But I tell you what, I think we'd probably all rather have trade wars than actual wars. So Absolutely. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think we can settle for, if it's down 2%, you know, over the past Pay few a little days, more we for can champagne. settle for 24% gain instead of 26 because that's right. what large caps are up this right. year. There so you go. We can handle that. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, that's our In the News, folks. We're going to turn our attention to our confidence corner right about now. 
I like money. I like knowing that I have it. It's time for the Confidence Corner. All right, so this week I wanted to talk about some estate planning mistakes. And actually it worked out really well because, Nathan, you and I were discussing that you are doing some continuing education and just went through uh, a section, a pretty good section, uh, about some of this stuff. Yeah, it was uh, a torture section, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So my uh, Charter Retirement Planning Counselor designation, we have to do continuing ed every couple years on that just to stay up to date on things. And and the section I'm due in March, so I'm working on it ahead of time. And so I was – going through the estate planning section yesterday and it's taken some work (laughs) so there's a lot of things in there that are really cool and really complicated so just a lot of different there's a lot of different trusts you know that you can create that are just amazing for estate tax benefits and and gift taxes and things like that that you can really just reduce and eliminate those things if you do it properly so it's fun i like it it's you know boring for most people but uh, i i enjoy it and i I like knowing those kind of things with it. So just to be able to throw out the occasional, hey, you could do this, you know, and it'll it'll save you. Twenty-eight million dollars. If oh, you do so? that. Okay. So, right. yeah, that's all. So. Well, we'll, we'll scale this down to something that might affect our listeners. You know, the, <laughs> not the twenty-eight right. million dollar the, thing. The everyday mistakes that's that right. we see. Yeah, exactly. that's what we're going to talk about. Exactly. So uh, yeah. we're going to cover a few basic estate planning mistakes here. I'll hop around a little bit, but uh, let's start with basically just the foreseen kind of things, like the normal stuff, the expenses that yeah. are significant, yeah. but they're not necessarily frequent. But then also, right. let's lump in healthcare into this, Nathan, because okay, I think for a a lot of people like you know it's coming you're just you have to be honest with yourself healthcare yeah. costs are yeah. obviously outrageous and it is. the odds even if you're in great health the odds of something happening as you're aging is just pretty high so you know you should at least make sure that it's planning along with like a major house repair like it should just be in the same grouping i guess right it should be and you know those type of things are things that we try to include in everyone's plan and just make sure that new cars are there you know major home repairs just like you mentioned things right. like that those are big expenses especially a new car nowadays it can be 50 60 grand right. easily it's not frequent so, but they right. just they may it's, happen right you know most of the time clients are driving those for five seven ten years you know before they're doing something else so it's not very often that it happens but you've got to plan for that because it does have a major sure. impact on your expenses and on you know what you're needing to accomplish over time same thing with with health care and you know, we talk about this a lot, but I don't feel like most people will go to a long-term care facility. It's, right. it's going to be assisted living more than likely. And so the odds of that are really high, but that is a, a major expense. I was just talking about this with some clients earlier today. And, you know, we were looking at 50, 60 grand a year because they're potentially looking at doing that in Colorado, in Denver. So it's expensive. Mm, and yeah. so doing that kind of thing there, making sure that the plan can handle that type of an expense. So just you know you don't want to have your odds of success drop through the floor if you you know, end up having something like that because the odds of that happening are really high so yeah. make sure you consider it well now 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 somebody listening might say wait a minute you guys said estate planning mistakes this sounds like a regular everyday expense yeah. so how do we tie this back around to the estate side because basically we're talking about possibly draining your savings or things that's that you right. might leave right no okay. that's right and, and that's how it has an impact on your estate plan okay. so if you planned on leaving money to kids 
kids or grandkids sure. or anything like that. And Your dog, whatever. You know, yeah, that's right. So you all of that money could end up going to long term care expenses instead. And you know, maybe the kids had planned on that or your grandkids had planned on that. So, you know, if it's not necessarily in the plan, it's okay. You may can cover that and just pay for it, finance it yourself, basically, and that's fine if you're not planning on leaving those things to kids. But if a goal, if a wish that you have is to leave your children some money or grandchildren some money, then then make sure that you cover this potential thing in your estate plan because and in your financial plan because it's part of it. Yeah, yeah. So those are things that we can foresee and we should uh, plan on, especially if we're going to uh, want to do something in the uh, the legacy department. So okay. So then let's talk about the actual legacy uh, a bit. So beneficiary designations, for yeah. example. Now it's super yeah. simple. Now I actually have this cool thing. I don't know if I told you this before, and I, I stole it from somebody, but I'm going to share it. And they said anytime you have a D happen you should check your beneficiary designation. So I've got the five Ds, okay? Oh, yeah. All right, so it's a death. Right. You should update your beneficiary designations. Uh, right. Decade, uh, once a decade at least, every oh, 10 yeah. years. Okay. Uh, you get a new dependent or have a disability or divorce. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. No, I thought that's that was right. an interesting way to remember. The five Ds is when you should make sure you're double-checking your beneficiary designations uh, because you don't want to have the – because that will trump – Anything else, right? Like it if does. That's what's Absolutely. Listed, yeah. It doesn't matter what your trust says. It doesn't matter what your will says. Your beneficiary designation overrides everything. Yep. And, you know, you think that this is something that everybody thinks about and is common, but I see people all the time, Mark, that, that don't have beneficiaries on their 401ks. And oh, it's yeah. crazy. So, you know, just make sure that that's done. Make sure that you have a contingent beneficiary. So if you have your spouse listed, then what happens if both of you die in a car accident? Okay. So make Make sure you have that contingent person listed because if not, it's going to go through probate. It'll go through the estate. It can be a lot in attorney's fees and estate costs. And so you just want to make sure that beneficiaries are set up. It's super easy if it's there and it's a nightmare if it's not. So beneficiaries are important to review. I like the decade thing, but, you know, it's probably more important to review that more often. So we try to just, you know, look at that every year. It takes five seconds. So make sure you review that. Just make sure that they're set up and and on all of your accounts checking accounts at right. the bank you know yep. it's important to have a TLD it's not on just those. your insurance policy that's no, where that's a lot right. of us think about that I that's think. where a lot of people kind of forget about that and and kind of along this line also just real quick is you know a lockbox at the bank if you've got that mm-hmm. make sure that a child has a key or has access to that lockbox because if something happens to both of you then nobody can get in it that's the fastest thing that will cause probate so mm. just some things to think about there yeah. with dealing with kind of beneficiary deals yeah and I think I think the idea with the decade was it worked well to make the five D's go it does but no, you could, it's perfect but you could say not just necessarily decaded in 10 years but every time a new decade starts so so, or something like that. So like yeah. if you update it, you know, or whatever the case is. But I really like the fact that it's easy to remember. You use a death, decade, dependent, disability, or divorce. Yeah. Um, so anytime you have any That's of those great. things happen, you should uh, definitely double check. And uh, okay, so then let's go to um, another one that kind of pops up a lot, and that's okay. real estate. So yeah. there's lots of talk uh, a lot of times people saying, well, let's transfer 
the house over to the kids while I'm still alive. And this is not after you pass now. This is why you're still alive. You know, maybe you're in poor health or maybe you're whatever the case is, but kind of as a way to, I don't know, get around something. And there's actually some issues with this, correct? There is. Yeah, lots of issues. So, um, you know, if you're in poor health, number one, you're probably closer to needing assisted living or nursing home care than, you know, further away from it. So you definitely want to consider the look back period. In Tennessee, we've got a 60 month look back period. So if you gift anything to anyone within 60 months, even given to charities and things, they want to know that. They want to know what you gave away and how much that gift was. And they can potentially penalize you for that gift. And so it keeps you from being able to qualify for Medicaid or state assistance or anything like that. So um, that's something to consider. And, you know, also, it's just a bad idea. What if you give that? What if you're in great health and you give the house to your child? Well, what if that child has a car accident and kills somebody accidentally, you know, so then they own that house. That's a second home is the way that the court looks at that. So they don't need that second home. That's something that they could take. Or or a divorce. um, even I was yeah just, you know, that's true if that's, you, you know. if you do that is that and that's now an asset right that could be divided amongst absolutely them. yeah okay yeah, it is it is so there's just and, and you lose the stepped up cost basis as well if okay, you give it yep. you know mm-hmm. so um, if you give it through your will and you know you paid a hundred thousand now it's worth five hundred thousand you can give it to your kids at death and they don't have to pay a dime in taxes if they turn around and sell that if you do it through your will so but if you um, do while you're living you do yeah, if you okay. do it while you're living, you do, absolutely. Okay. So it's um, basically all capital gains on anything over 100000 right. at that point. Yeah, so, so those are some some good markers there for estate planning mistakes. Uh, and I get why people think about that. And I've actually heard, Nathan, I don't know if you've heard much about this or not, but the whole five-year look-back thing, they're considering trying to get rid of that as well and make it like just they can look back, period. Uh, I don't know if that's Jeez. state by state, but I think I've heard, <laughs> I've heard that in a, a couple of areas. So I don't know well, if that's... I know Tennessee was looking at a seven-year for a while, they? but they okay. pretty much dropped that, um, okay. you know, for now but um yeah it's different every state is different there's basically a national five-year look back but every state can be i think it was the national i heard um, they were looking at making a change too but again who knows if that'll if that was going to be part of that whole um you know bill that's before congress now or not who knows so yeah yeah uh, there was going to be some pieces in there but we'll see well medicaid is absolutely the largest budget item on almost every state's line you know on budget line so it's something that they're going to have to change and have an impact on for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. So. Well, that's good thoughts here. So we're talking about estate planning mistakes with Nathan O'Brien, of course. And as always, if you hear something on the podcast, folks, and, and you're thinking about uh, you know implementing something or you need to learn more about it, before you take action, always check with a qualified professional like Nathan. Uh, give him a call at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. He's a registered investment advisor and a chartered retirement planning counselor. Um, you can also just check us out online at thefinancialanswer.com. We make it easy for you to contact him that way. There's some links for that right there on the main page. You can subscribe to it, uh, listen to episodes past and present, uh, future ones coming out. You can uh, share it. You can text it to people. You can put it on Twitter and so on and so forth. And we'd appreciate all that, anybody who might benefit from it. But again, always check with a qualified professional before you take action. And of course, you should be working with an advisor and, and also working with probably like a state planning attorney and all those kinds of things. Absolutely. Well. CPA, yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. So it's, but it's, these are just you some need to get the whole about. package. Get the whole package. Exactly. <laughs> but these are just some ideas for 
for you to think about. So let's jump to the final one here, and that is the tax implications. I think a lot yeah. of us want to leave something behind. Now maybe yeah, that's right. Maybe we go into it and we say, you know, uh, I'm not going to leave them everything. I'll, I'll leave if there's anything left. And I think that's what most of us get to a healthy place. Yeah. If there's anything left once we pass, then cool, we'll divide it up evenly amongst the kids or whatever. That's right. But we all probably want to do that, or at least we should be thinking about doing that as tax efficiently as possible. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense to do that. Sure, I mean, why not? you don't like paying taxes. I don't why like would that? paying taxes. So <laughs> we have to pay them. Yeah, it's just we can do it in the most efficient way possible. So make sure that you've addressed that. You know, if you even if you just set up a life insurance policy that's there, you know, and then that frees up you spending all of your savings and investments over your lifetime. If you spend them all fine, it's OK because the kids are going to get life insurance. But, you know, I mean, that's a really tax efficient way to do that. Right. It's tax free. So, yeah. um, you know, a stretch IRA is another thing. So making sure that beneficiary designations are set up right on IRAs, 401ks, things like that, that will allow currently anyway, the laws may change may on change, that. But yep. yeah, but um, anyway, there's a, you can stretch that out. The kids can stretch that distribution out of that IRA over their lifetime if they want to. And even just a hundred thousand dollars can turn into six or seven hundred thousand dollars over over a child's lifetime like that that they inherit basically from you. So it can be a really good way to plan. But just again, talk with your advisor, talk with your planner, make sure that things are set up right. And then, you know, again, have that meeting with your estate planning attorney, because I'm not an attorney. I'm not an accountant. We need to work together as a team to make sure that you're doing everything as efficiently as possible. And that's what we can bring to the table. Absolutely. And, help. and I know I get I say and help folks with these things. And I know the stretch I was going to ask you about that, because I know when we talked about that a while back with some of those changes that hasn't passed completely yet. Um, no, that's but that's right. one of the big ones that they're looking at making a change. It to. is. And a lot of people yeah. do utilize the stretch. Yeah, it, it's really good. And they're looking at, uh, I think what's, you know, the most years, recent that's being proposed. Yeah, 10 years and any any account that's over 400000 that's an inherited IRA. So it's not going to affect everyone, but it's going to affect the ones that really it could, it made a big difference on, you know, yeah. on over time. So, uh, you know, it's it hasn't passed, so I don't know exactly what's going to, you know, what's so coming down. for now down, it's still a, a viable option. For now it's still yeah. lifetime. Yeah, he set it up for life and, and everything said, and I don't know how they're going to change that. That, you know, I wonder if they the grandfather that, that or what? I, I doubt it. I doubt no, it. I either, doubt yeah. it. Yeah, because they've got to pay that tax. Because they're looking at changing the RMD from seventy and a half to right. seventy two. Yeah. So that's how they they've got to come up with something, some way to pay for that tax reduction there. Yeah. So very anyway. true. Very yeah. true. Trade-offs. All right. Trade-offs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, it's always something, that's for sure. Well, there you go, folks. So hopefully that's a couple of little things for you to think about when it comes to some estate planning mistakes to avoid. You know, think about, talk about with your advisor the expenses that you probably see coming down the pike, and especially healthcare being there. Make sure you update those beneficiary designations. You know, obviously you have the conversation about transferring the real estate. Really good points in there. It's not always a good idea to do that. Again, make sure you're having a conversation with an attorney to see if that is going to be the right thing to do while you're still alive, of course. And then um, the tax implications and, and a little final just pieces. A lot of this can hopefully avoid any potential litigation amongst the family members, because unfortunately, I think a lot of us feel like our kids won't fight amongst themselves when we pass. And I think more yeah. times than not, it does happen. It does. Yeah. yeah. So it does. the, the more you that. can communicate, the more you can really kind of try to get things established ahead of time. It's not fun, but no, I think it'll save right. some infighting amongst the family later. The 
That's right. And a will, you know, just understanding the will doesn't make sure that it happens. It right. just says what your wishes are. So beneficiary designations, other there are other forms also that can make sure that you pass exactly how you want things to pass. So yeah. um, just talk about that with your advisor and your attorney and uh, make sure you've got things set up like you want. There you go. And that'll help you avoid some estate planning mistakes. And that's the financial answer for this week here with Nathan O'Brien. As always, again, like I said, subscribe to us on Google or Spotify or whatever platform you choose. Uh, go to thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. When you're right there on the main page, you'll see lots of different things, how to contact Nathan. You can see how to get your investor awareness guide if you'd like. Click on an episode link and check out the most recent one, and you'll find all those ways to share it and subscribe and all that good stuff. And Nathan, my friend, have yourself a good week and uh, and enjoy that uh, continuing testing and education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's uh, it's great to study like that 24 hours a day. That's right, exactly. <laughs> well, I know you're trying to get a, a class together as well, so we'll, yeah, maybe we'll we talk are. about that on an upcoming podcast uh, will, here so. soon. So we'll catch yeah, you next week. get the dates locked down pretty soon. Yeah, here, so absolutely. Yeah, and if we great. do, we'll share them with you. That'd be great. All right, folks, we'll catch you next time here on The Financial Answer. And uh, for Nathan, I'm Mark, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.